I just want to say thank you for everybody that's tuned in to the Jail Podcast. Hey, hello. You hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you good. If that was going on, join on. Okay, Nothing much. Before we get started, I'd like to do a special introduction. You were tuning in with your favorite podcast because you're tuning in, of course, with the which uh, you're tuning into the Jail Podcast hosted by your very own podcast host, Jordan Joe Hunter. Without further ado, we have a very, very special guest in the building. Can a special guest please introduce himself? Yeah, what's happening, man? It's Rollo Jesus, the ambassador to the streets, a.k.a. Black Jesus, checking in on this beautiful platform, family. What's happening? All right, what's happening? Let's get into it. So before we get started, I always ask these guests these questions. Two questions I always ask. What is your favorite color and what it represents to you? My favorite color is green, family. What it represents to me is life because everything green is good from money to the herb, man, to the alkaline and the good food, lettuce and all this stuff we eat. So definitely have to be green. And it means the life to me. It give you life, you understand? Mm, I understand. That's funny because a lot of guests always say green. That's crazy. Mm. But without further ado, I know you're an artist. You got a lot of history to go in. So before we get started, can you please give us a little bit about your background and your, and your story? Oh, yeah, for sure, man. Born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia, man. Uh, Grady, baby. You got, got introduced to hip-hop um, from acting. Uh, youth on Summer Love Atlanta as a child like the in Atlanta. Got in love with hip-hop. Been doing it since uh, the tender age of, um, what, 12, 13. Um, pretty much to show you how long ago it was, I had a couple minutes before um, sent everybody back to class, uh, eighth grade. So been doing it that long and uh, fell in love with the game, man. And, uh, you know what I'm saying? I got two albums out so far, and I got a lot of other things that I'm involved with. So, uh, yeah, I've been doing it basically, man, my whole life, J.O., basically. Mm. So what was that age or moment that made you want to be an artist? Man, like I said, it was like 12 or 13, but I think I really started taking it serious about 2000, 2001. Um, you know, when I wanted to really turn the dream into a reality, you know, started recording and really learn how to um, structure a song and learn how to act and, and move as an artist in the music business. So I want to say like the early, you know, early 2021, 22 years old, like that is when I started getting serious. Okay. Okay. So you said you grew up in Atlanta. So tell me, how was it like? Cause I know Atlanta is like the number one city right now for like rap. So I know Atlanta really grew. You talking about from Outkast, you talking about from Lil Jon, you talking about from Ludacris. So, so tell me, so tell me, how was it like, how, 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 how do you feel about the evolution of Atlanta as a hit to the hip hop culture? Man, I remember being young, jamming to um, Kilo. Um, um, he was one of the legend based artists that came out of Atlanta. And um, that was one of the biggest inspiration um, about Atlanta back then was the bass party music um, scene that we had. You know, one really a, a gangster party scene it was, you know, party and, you know, you had the freak nick going on. So it was a lot of things um, in, in the city down here in the early 90s. The city was growing. It was it was flourishing. A lot of things going on. Um, and then you had, like I said, Kilo was, was like the, our biggest act at that time. Um, um, I can remember his song just always being on the radio. Then from him, man, we just found our way and we kept, you know, always had some good going on. Always kind of had some kind of dance going on. Atlanta's always been a special place. I remember um, when I was traveling, um, when I was younger, and I tell people I was from Atlanta, how the response that I would got 
that I would get from people. Um, saying I was from Atlanta showed me at a young age how how uh, special that Atlanta was to um you know to to uh, the rest of the world. So you know um just 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 to watch us go from you know what I'm saying a city that's so small from the base era movement and the freaknik and the party scene, and then uh, like you said, man, we started to uh find our way through the Dungeon family and uh PA down here really started the hip hop scene. But then when you start talking about okay, start talking about Dungeon family PA, that's when you know what I'm saying we really started to uh put our roots in hip-hop uh in the early 92 and uh it just been history ever since then and since the olympics came in 96 and now cash really took us to another level and then like you say you had your little johns uh come out with the crump movement you had your uh lean with it rock with it with the snap movement and then uh now you know you had the king come out um um and pretty much solidify the trap movement and just to see where everything get right now you know it's it's, it's a good place to be and uh hopefully uh hip-hop lives here forever Okay, so you said you, you said you had two albums. So can you explain to me about your first album? I'm pretty sure because your first album is always like your child. You know how that is. So tell me, what where were you at in that place when you made your first album? What was going through your mind as you're going through this tracks and you ready to put this material out? Man, the first album was so close to me because I had uh, so many MCs that I was involved in and around at that time early in my career, which was uh, Bo Hagen. From uh Lil John, uh with, well he was with Lil John in the BME click. Um Cool Breeze from the Dungeon Founder, he's on my album. Uh Playboy Trey, he's on my album. Uh so you know, just for me to be able to come up in the camp that I came up on the old fourth generation with such uh, uh, uh talented artist man like your Bobby Creek Waters, uh, you know, your killer mics was coming around, man. I remember David Banner was coming around before um he even popped, you know, with Lil Flip. I remember he used to come in the red van, come to the studio and uh, you know, dump his tracks off and stuff like that. So, you know what I'm saying? My first album was special because, you know, it, it, all that that I went through, all the knowledge I got from the music, um, um business and learning from um on the game, uh actually got put into that one album so you know everything at that time was put into that one album low life one it's a movie and uh low life two is on the way i just dropped two new singles on that and uh we're gonna have it out real soon here in the spring mm, okay that's what's up so Atlanta is known for merging because I noticed one thing. Of course, rappers beef and etc. But I noticed one thing about Atlanta. Atlanta's how New York was in the nineties. Everybody supported each other. Everybody got each other's tracks. So tell me, how is important? How how important and how much affection of the unity of a, of Atlanta rap has on you? Man, it, it has everything to do. On like I said, I'm born and raised here, so um, a lot of the guys that's out right now, especially the older guys, uh, you know, I'm a second generation added crew. Uh, you know, young blood. Shout out to the young bloods, uh, Sean Paul, J Bo, and uh, the added crew. But that's that's the kind of system that I came up under. So you know, my roots are embedded deep here. And, uh, you know, even though we have our moments, I don't think it's a major city that that has hosted hip-hop that didn't have a major moment. But that is one thing that is special about us, man. We do support each other. Um, you know, we do have our moments, you know, send our families fights. But for the most part, uh, you know, hip-hop is here. Uh, we do support each other, and the love is through the city. So, you know what I'm saying, as I grow into an artist and get to the major level, um, my thing is also is going to be the to continue that love, man, to put that line on the map, you know what I mean? As far as the new uh, sound goes, I'm just happy to be in his presence where I can um, uh, um, to uh, carry the torch and move that line on to the next plateau. Okay, okay. So tell me, so 
What do you think about? I know it's past tense, but what do you think about um the Gucci and Jeezy verse with everything going on, him dissing his dead man's? I want to get your perception. How do you feel about that? You being from Atlanta, man, I love it, man. Anytime you can get two guys, uh, you know that has grown in the game, man, and developed into two, um, 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 grown men, especially men of color, who can put their business to the side, to the to the side, man, and do something for the culture. To bring some dope for everybody to see, man. I enjoyed every minute minute of it. That's that that's what hip hop is. That's what hip hop is about. It's a sport, and uh, you know if you can go in there in the ring or or, or on the court in the well, man, handle your business and uh, be business men, man, and um, you know do what you have to do at the end of the day. That's what it's all about: doing it for the fans, doing it for the culture, and uh, understand that it, it is a sport. It does get bloody sometimes. Okay, so what do you think? I heard this came up upon I, somebody said somebody said what about what about Lil Flip versus Ti? What's your take on that? Well, I think uh, with that in the beginning, I feel like maybe Lil Flip would have probably had some some um, you know some you know some verses with 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 the King Man with Tip, but I think uh, Tip Tip so much body of work, man, that he got so much more body work than Lil Flip. I think uh I think you know Tip a crush Lil Flip. But uh I, I've I've got I definitely got respect for um the King man. He from he from the city man. Like I said I watched him grow and uh grow his brand to what it is now. So uh he's definitely one of my favorite artists to come out the city. I don't see really really uh I don't see nobody really messing with him as far as uh you know the new sign of what's going on. But uh, yeah, I, I think the little flip and little tip. If you took it to the music that they was back then and put those two songs together, but like I said, man, um, Ti just have done so much more since then. I don't think it really would be fair. Okay, um, so being an older black man and dealing with a lot, and I know you've been through a lot of experiences because you're an older black man. So can you please tell me what all is going on with the police brutality? How do you feel just in general, like just with everything going on, not with the pandemic, but just as black men and just what's going on with the police brutality man you know it ain't gonna stop uh jail you know um and sometimes you know you know it's up to the gods to to become priests man and just you know sometimes forget about you know what's going on around us and uh and, and study ourselves get get to know thyself man and get to know knowledge and truth and uh try to focus on raising yourself up and myself up each individual person up to the Godhead, man, and align your chakras, get your Kundalini energy right, and uh, try not to let the distractions distract you as much as possible because, you know, history shows, man, they've been doing this to us since, uh, you know, since we've been here, since they've been here, since we got off them ships, since, uh, you know, our history goes with this with with this beast so you know what i'm saying it ain't gonna stop you know the police we know come from slave catchers which is a high form of the uh ku klux klan so we know that that's a a, a big gang within itself so you know on the surface the police is good but you know within the organization you got you know you um your problems and and, and, and your dark side or whatever but it's up to the guards man to, to raise themselves up to the guard heads and try to just uh not be too much concern with the distractions, but to handle their business and uh to try to do what they got to do every day to make it out of their situation. Okay, um, besides your album that's coming up in spring, what do you have coming up after that? Uh, besides the album, I got a clothing line. Uh, get that weight of apparel. I'm putting a lot of my focus in. Um, launching new characters. Uh, I got a Black Jesus character. 
um, which is my uh, alter ego tune. I got uh, uh, the Encrust We Trust is more of a pizza thing. I got uh, the Hip Hop Panda Bear Warrior. I have the uh, Metro Jesus. Um, I got the uh, Stand In My Own Lane. Uh, so, you know, we're just uh, focusing on the clothing brand, the merch, uh, get that way to apparel. I'm definitely going to be launching that um, to uh, a higher plateau on the spring. Looking forward to um, I'm building that and and and, and um, leveling up on that. And uh, basically, man, like I said, spring is when we're gonna put the album out, and uh, we coming, man. Also, I got um, a, books that I'm gonna have working on. Um, uh, um, it's entitled uh, "The Independent Artist Playbook," and what it is, it's a, it's it's a it's a book of four artists, independent artists, how to survive in the game. I'm I'm, I'm giving um, uh, motivation, um, tips. Um, major keywords of the industry. I'm dropping jewels um, on how to survive and maintain um, and, and, and be a thriving artist in the hip hop. So I'll uh, be looking forward to that. The independent artist playbook. Um, also, man, I have get that weight up apparel I've, I've mentioned, and I have a, a Jesus Talk uh, video podcast that I do. And also, salute to your um, platform, um, this dope platform, your podcast that you do. And I have one that I'm gonna be working on. Well, be doing like some musical. Uh, some musical doctors kind of thing, but I'm uh, you know, tweaking and I'm talking to the talking to my people right now behind the scenes. How how we gonna set all that up and uh, get with these artists and critique some records and you know give our opinion on these records and stuff like that. So yeah, man, 2020 was a trying year. We got through it, but 2021 is gonna be much better, definitely. Okay, that you mentioned, you said something about the clothing line. It's a good thing you mentioned that. Do you have advice for any up and coming people? They don't gotta be from Atlanta. They could be from Minnesota, whatever. Do you have any advice for anybody that wants to be an entrepreneur and an artist and that wants to enter this industry? Oh yeah, for sure, man. Learn the game. Um, do you do diligence? Do your homework? Study. Um, understand that this is a relationships game. Be very professional. Um, when you, when you're dealing with people, like know how to talk to people and uh and interact and get your business off. Because what we realize is a lot of people they don't understand like how to build relationships, how to talk to people. Um, understand that it is a business. So if you want to get your merch off, like don't just sell it. Like understand like starting a business off of it. Get your EIN number, build your credit score. Um, you know, you know, um, we at a independent time right now, and, and it's a best, it's it's a good time for artists. Excuse me, it's a good time for artists to be out here grinding on the independent level because the game is wide open for us. So um each person can get out and and um um, um, do your homework on paperwork and how to be legitimized and uh, 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 and just learn the game and study every day and grow. And like I said, I always try to be more um, more professional, more um, uh, I don't really know the word I'm looking for, but you know what I'm saying? Uh, just 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 be more than what you was yesterday. Be better than yesterday and always always try grind, be professional and uh, learn the game. I always do your due diligence. Mm. There's two things right before we go. Number number um number one, is it possible we could get a little quick minute, so 45 seconds to a minute freestyle? Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, me and J.O. on the podcast. I don't really freestyle, but I blad that ass. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. That's where we do it. We'll fold you. Moving boulders. I thought I told you. It's colder than one a time. I see I grind with the passion because I'm blasting. I'm off the top and I ain't laughing. I'm dead serious. I'm about to grind. About to get them on the block getting. And I... <laughs> 
Yeah, bro. I, I freestyling so long, man. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, man, we, you know, just playing around with the sport, you know. Um, and I appreciate that, man. You know, to just uh to put me on the spot like that. You know, I ain't had nobody doing like that in a minute. But uh, yeah, shout out to the to the to the true MCs, man, in the cipher, man. I appreciate you putting me on the spot like that, bro. We ain't freestyling so long, but uh, that that was fun. That was fun trying to put those words together. <laughs> All right. right before we leave, can you give the audience your social medias? Oh, yeah, for sure, man. I'm Rallo Jesus, uh, R-A-L-L-O-G-E-S-U-S on Instagram. I'm Rallo Jesus on Facebook, R-A-L-L-O-G-E-S-U-S. Twitter, same thing, but it's real Rallo Jesus. So there's Rallo with two L's and Jesus with a G, R-A-L-L-O-G-E-S-U-S, man, everywhere. Except Twitter is real Rallo Jesus. And uh, my website is www.rallojesusismasoninc.com. That's R-A-L-L-O-G-E-S-U-S-I-S. M A S O N I N C dot com. Rollo Jesus is Masonic.com. I got to spell it for those people, man, because I went to public school. So for people like me that's trying to find me, got to slow it down. <laughs> Without further ado, I appreciate the special guests coming in. Appreciate Rollo Jesus for coming in. Yeah. It's your favorite social media host, Jordan J. Honor. I am out. Peace. Peace. Yo. Yo, what's popping, man? Not much. How you doing? How do I, I um you got more people on here? Oh yeah, yeah, we could do more than one. I, I just I sent him the invite. I don't know where yet though, but I'm, I'm making sure I send him the invite. You sent it through him on um Instagram? No, I sent it through um Anchor. Alright, uh, um all right. I'm gonna let him know right now. Alright. <laughs> How you been? So I've been chilling, man. Just been working, grinding, just ma- making shit happen, you know, just because stuff happening, just been la- staying low. Where yo, you still producing, right? A little. I've been working on some, not working on too much, but I've been like messing around with some stuff. I ain't make a full beat, but I make. It... All right, I respect that. Without further ado, I'm going to do the introduction. But you still so what's goes for you as far as making beats? You still work with the same people you used to work with, or nah? Yeah, I still mess with Brandon and um, I mess with Nade. You know, I still mess with Hector when I when I get the chance. You know, I I be working with them a lot, and then what's good? Yeah, bro. How you? What's going on, yo? How's your day? Yeah, you already know. Recording and shit. Heard. Talking with y'all. Now you good? But I know you this good. This my boy. This is my boy. Spray paint, yo. He make music. He do everything, yo. That man's a man. He he a master. He he master of none, bro. He he jack all trades, man. Yeah. Facts. Without further ado, I'm gonna get right into it. Do the introduction. You tune in with your favorite social media host and podcaster, Jordan J. Hunter, the host of the Jail Podcast. Can a special guest please introduce himself? Hey, what's poppin', guys? It's your boy Spray Paint Seven. Yo, how y'all doing out there, man? It's your boy Sami Kai, bro. All right, without further ado, I always ask these guests these favorite questions. Since we got two, that's going to make it more better. The two warm-up questions always ask guests, what's your favorite color and what, and what it represents to you? Damn, you want to go first, Ami? Yeah, I got you. My favorite color, my favorite color, orange, man. I love orange. I, I grew up, yo, 
just loving that color. I don't know. It just calm, warm. Like I don't know. It just it just represents compassion, the love that I spread. It's like a mix between yellow and red, you know. <clears throat> Having that confidence and and that love, bro. And that like you know what I'm saying. So it's just like I I, I don't know. I just love that shit. <laughs> I love orange, man. Wait, wait. Oh shit! My favorite color is green. I have to hold it down so everybody has fucks with green. Uh, I fuck with green because like, a nigga grew up around mad trees in Connecticut, New England, you feel me? So, I don't know. Maybe just influence a nigga without knowing. So, yeah. All right, without further ado, let's get right into it again. Um, So, some, so I understand you guys were together. So, give me a background of you guys' story. So, how you guys first got and started with the music. Well, really, I've been knowing this nigga since before, um, before dudes even started making music. But, um, so we all went to the same high school. Like, there's a lot of people in the Connecticut, like, music scene, I guess, that went to, uh, they all went to the same high school, really. And so a lot of niggas took, uh, recording tech and shit. And I want to shout out my boy Mike, because that man was making beats for a long time. So just being around that nigga, fucking, he kind of just put dudes onto the sauce. And then me and Tommy just always been boys. So we just started working together like that, really. It's been like that ever since. Okay, what was that age or moment that made you realize you wanted to be a hip-hop artist? Mm. I would say that shit even happened before high school, honestly, that. I happened probably when I was a kid. Um, my mom and dad, they were, like, heavy into music and stuff like that. They're kind of older. So, like, I grew up listening to, like, all the shit that, like, Ye would sample. Niggas like MF Doom, R.P. to MF Doom. Rest in peace, too. So, I would say maybe around, like, eight or nine, bro. I was like, damn. So, I mean, I just fell in love with the beats. I didn't even know making beats was really a thing like that. But I just was like, damn, I want to do that. And it kind of just evolved from there, really. Yeah, and the feeling, it's just like, like he said, yo, we, we grew up, yo. Like, we grew up with each other. So, I think that kind of made it, like, a lot, like, like better. I don't know how to really describe it. It was just, like, we just, I don't know. It's just crazy how life works sometimes, you know what I'm saying? How, like, people come together. And, like, you don't even know, like, how long. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just crazy, bro. Like, it wasn't even about the music at the time. Like, we was just doing this shit because, like, you know what I'm saying? It's just, we was just doing it, bro. Mm. So... I think, because, like, I see this a lot. I see Connecticut's coming up, because I remember a couple years ago, Snoop and Winfrey had dropped that record that was crazy. So how do you feel about the Connecticut scene just overall? Because I feel like, my honest opinion, Connecticut is coming up in the music scene. What you guys think? Um, yeah, I feel like there's a lot of talented people in Connecticut. You feel me? Like, shit, like, I feel like Connecticut's had hella talent for a long time. But, like, you feel me? I don't know, like, you know, we just haven't gotten that main look yet, but I feel like that shit is steady coming. Like, I like all the shit that everybody's dropping right now. Um, 
Shout out to that Ram Chapacito. Shout out to the MIA camp. You feel me? Shout out to that man, Lonnie X. Shout out to everybody, man. I fuck with I fuck with what what's going on, you know? And I'm just really happy to be a part of it. Okay, um tell me about your singles that you and um Sammy had worked on. Well, oh, like, yeah. Uh, you wanna go, Tommy? Shoot, yo, yo, them Johns is tight, yo. We just, we was just locking in, yo. Like, like, ev- like every other day type John. Whatever, like, if not every day, like whenever we got the chance. You know what I'm saying? So, like, we just went in, did it, and then you know what I'm saying, put it out. Yeah, no, Kizzy, um. A lot of the music that's out right now, um, shit, yeah, I don't even, honestly, there's not even that much out that, like, the people know, you feel me? My tape is about to drop. It was supposed to drop in January, but, you feel me, niggas are upping the quality on it, so y'all are going to enjoy it a lot more and get a get a broader taste of the music that niggas are putting out. But a lot of the music that niggas have out right now, that shit, it's just, you know, just our sound mm-hmm. I guess it's a Connecticut team from like our perspective you know what I'm saying facts mm. so Sammy tell me how did you start to end up so where, when did you start producing I, I know you grew up with him so tell me like how did, what made you want to become a producer well I mean I always like music like I, I mean I just love it bro like like I grew up listening to like di- like mad different stuff like like my dad put me on the hip hop when I was like a youngin, like like three type shit. First hip hop record I heard was was uh was Nas, bro. Like hip hop is dead, Street Disciples. It was written type era. Like that's what he grew up off of. My mom she put me on to like the side A's and the and the um. And like D'Angelo and Avant, and, uh, and then like I kind of put myself on to like like you know the stuff that's been like popping in like the last couple like like the past decade like Tyler the Creator, Earl Sweatshirt, and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? What really made me start producing? Seeing my cousin Mike, he he like he like uh did like. I don't know. It's just the way he made music was mad inspiring, bro. It was just mad inspiring. I wasn't even thinking about producing at the time. It was just like, like niggas was just freestyling and rapping, like after school. You know how that shit go. And like after that, like I just started rapping. I just started making beats because I couldn't really find like I couldn't really like get my hands on like uh uh. Like I, I wasn't really like, like I don't I can't even find the word. But like, long story short, like I was look like I have I had home do my beats and stuff, and then you know, shit like he 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 progressed and he got like he had like free time like that. You know what I'm saying? So like he taught me the sauce to put myself on. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like you teach a man to fish, you gon' He gonna eat forever. 
So let's take it back to the, the project. This is your first guy's project. So I'm pretty sure it's like your first, anybody's first project was an album mixtape. It's like your baby. So tell me what was going through your mind when you guys were putting this, this project out? Man, this project, I feel like, came from just the trials and tribulations that so many everyone may have experienced in 2020, but just, yeah, like, my own personal view, you know, on it, I guess you'll get to hear certain shit that, I don't want to talk too much on it, but on it, you'll get to hear just different scenarios that a nigga may have went through. And then just different thoughts that were going through my mind, just you know, feel me, leading up to this point in a nigga's life, because I'm still young, I'm only fucking 21, so it's like, just, it's really like an introductory, because I've always been producing and shit like that, so it's really introductory into me making that jump into like, feel me, artist producer, because I've always been making music, but I just haven't really put shit out till now. Mm. Besides this project that's coming out, what do you guys have next coming up? You want you want to go, Tommy? Or yeah, I've got. Well, right now <clears throat> we just like you know what I'm saying. This is focusing on like one step at a time, as far as like you know what I'm saying, releasing music. Right now, I'm just coming up with like more stuff. I got like stuff on the way, but it's like you know what I'm saying. You just gotta stay tuned. You got, like I got I got a tape about to come out. I dropped the uh I dropped the beat tape called the the illegitimate mind Asami Kai. Just you know sounds and like I just produce stuff like like emotions and stuff, just like feelings. Like basically the sound represents how I feel. So like yeah. the next step from there is just I'm about to release like a, a tape for that. Just, just it's like a soundtrack to my life basically. So. Even though I got more to come, like that's how I'm feeling right now. Mm. Do you guys like, for, as an artist and producer, do you? If anybody came up to you and say, "Um, Sammy Kai, I got, I want to be producer. Do you have any advice? Um, spray paint. I want to be an artist. Do you have any advice for me? What would it be? Just do it, Nike. Yeah, I would. I would tell anybody to just tell me in their lane and don't focus on trying to sound like anybody else just make the music that they feel like moves them you feel me That's right mm. and right before we go can you guys give it um the audience the social medias right you can find me on the gram at spray paint 7 find me on youtube spray paint 7 all music streaming platforms everywhere Eight point seven. Show me, Alakazam EP coming soon. Man, you can find me on uh, Instagram, Sami Kai Music. You can find me on YouTube, search up Sami Kai. You can find me on like any other platform to search up Sami Kai, and just give it a listen. Let the music speak for itself. All right, without further ado, I appreciate Sammy Kai and Spray Paint coming up. Remember, the project is coming. If you want to check Sammy Kai and Spray Paint material, you can go on YouTube. You can check it out. Without further ado, you're tuned in with your favorite host, Jordan Joe Hunter, the host of the Joe Podcast. I'm out. Peace.
Peace. Thank you for having me, bro. And y'all no stay doubt, man. Out there. Yeah, remember to wear your mask. Bad. <laughs>